Uh, healing is weird. <laughs> so this is extremely weird. Um, very awkward. But here we are. And that is exactly what the name of this show is. I want to welcome everybody to, but here we are. This is my new podcast, um, and I hope everybody likes it, first off. But this is about how healing is weird. Um, But through healing, we still got to like kind of push forward too, because bills, Um, (laughs) well, at least for me, (laughs) that's how I feel about it. So we got to get this mental thing, like, like we got to get a handle on it enough to deal with the world burning down around us. And as of late, I have been struggling creatively. I've been trying to work on this book and get this book out because I have this 10 year story to tell. And I've been so wrapped up in my mental health that I haven't really been thinking about how I could put it to good use. I've been so personal and and closed off with it. And I just started being vocal about the fact that I was in therapy and that, you know, healing's hard, but we all have to remember our goals and things like that. Just trying to um, stay encouraged mentally. And then people's, I I I needed somebody that didn't know me to just hear what I was going through and just get it out. Okay. And sometimes that can be so refreshing to do, even if you don't have problems like I do. Well, I don't want to say problems like I do. I wanted more. Like I wanted to do something more. I wanted to be bigger. Like I wanted to be more vulnerable. I wanted to be more open. I just had this feeling that it was time to do something bigger than the book. Right? And of course, you know, anxiety comes in and they're like, girl, but like, what you going to do? You know, what is there out here? We tried the TikTok thing. You too old to get it, girl. That's not your, that's not your ministry. And I'm just like, oh, I know. Like, I can't, I can't get it. That's not it. Um, I really don't like being on camera anyway. We try YouTube and mm, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, you know, you know. But deep down inside, I want to do something. And I'm just like, I don't know how to do a podcast. And then I forget, like, I don't have a whole degree in mass communications. So I'm trying this thing out. And I really want it to be therapy for me, really. There's a lot of stuff I've held in um, that a lot of people, you know, just want to make sure I'm okay. And I want everybody to know, like, I'm good. I'm good. Not all the time, not every day, but I'm good. And then there are certain things, like, we've gotten over, and I want people to know we're not sad anymore either. Um, I can actually look back at both of those events and laugh. Not, like, in a dark way, okay? <laughs> not in a dark way. I can actually sit back and I can laugh because I have so many great memories that are now through time overshadowing the feelings of 
grief or regret or sadness, loneliness, um, those things. Like I look back at year 10, right? The whole hospital thing. And they're like, girl, you know, that was a lot. It was a whole like coma situation. And then like you couldn't walk, you couldn't talk. (laughs) And then there's like trying to get back up on your feet after that with physical therapy and how hard that was. Like that was a whole thing that people would look back and like completely still ball their eyes out about. And I used to do that. I did around like year five years so year five wow that was a that was we'll get there so you know year you know six I was still kind of upset I mean still to this day I get feelings of like oh you know why did I have to go through all that because my body functions like at half of what it used to and I didn't I ain't even really got to age yet like <laughs> Give a girl a break. Um, But despite all of that, here we are, still able to go back to school, get our degree, and finally have an accomplishment we have been trying to achieve for a very long time um, because we went to North Carolina feeling like Jaleesa from a different world, and it was hard, but we got through it so we could get the job done. That was, that was, that was the thing. You know, I got over that. To then have to like be at such a high with getting my degree and turn around and then at year five, get hit with grief. Hard too. That was hard. Oh God, I'm sorry. But to pick ourselves back up enough to try to be peopley again was rough because that grief was directly directly associated with so much joy so much joy and I didn't want any parts of it I was over it I was I didn't want any parts of that joy but that's where my head was at the time I really wasn't embracing that joy as a shoulder to lean on which everybody was but I wasn't there mentally to do that I wasn't ready to people yet I wasn't so we fall off the face of the earth for roughly seven to nine months I think and then boom we resurface and got a whole new life but now this life is protected you know We are very selective about who we share what information with. Very selective. Not because you don't trust anybody, but because you have the feeling that everybody gets. I feel like if I say something or tell somebody about it, it's going to go to shit. I'm sorry, mom. And anybody else that will be listening that does not know I curse. My mom knows I curse. I don't know why I said that. She knows I curse. Um, But it's hard. Like healing and healing is weird. So to try to like get back in the swing of things 
and be open and, you know, do this, like, be regular was hard because I was in the mentality of it's not going to work out and everything is going to crumble again and I'm going to be back down to square one and then we got to pick up ourselves and, like, move. Like, how are we going to do that for a third time? But that didn't happen. Everything ended up working out and we are happy and healthy and we have not really had to pick us up from a really really big low like that in a long time like of course we have our days you know we have our days where we are off the handle because we still don't have it all together yet you know we don't and I don't want to pretend like I do I don't want anybody to think that I do either um but we're at a place where we can handle the simple stuff. Like we can handle not liking our job. We can handle um, being busy. You know, we can kind of handle being underpaid, but that's getting really rough with this inflation. I'm not going to lie. We can kind of handle the regular stuff of the world because it's really hard to manage your mental health when the world is burning down around you and then you also have all of this personal stuff that you're going through. So to have 10 years of that is rough, okay? Rough. Because we didn't get over the first thing before we even had the second thing. Like, we weren't even mentally over that. So it was just like boom, boom, boom on top of the other. And I felt like I needed a reset. And there were a few things that I did that people are scared of doing that helped me out a lot. People talk about boundaries all the time and we talk about how hard it is to set them and it is hard. But I am a, a someone that can sit here and say I set boundaries to where when they were not respected, I vocally said something about it. And I put my foot down because my mental health was on the line. And I wanted people to know how serious I was about that. So once we put our foot down and set these boundaries, it was time to then start weeding people out. Because people, you know, their true colors started showing then, you know. When I finally said, hey, you know, I know you need me right now, but mentally I cannot be there for you. And you're being open to tell them it's not my time. It's not the fact that I don't want to do it. It is mentally I am not even like here to focus on what it is you're asking me to do. Like I can't even focus. So I had some people respect that. And then I did have a lot of people not. Like I had a lot of people. They did not respect my boundaries. Because right now I'm choosing me. I'm sorry. Like he said. Oh, and that album, man. I think that's what really woke up my passion is that album. Like it has been some really inspiring stuff out there that has said, Tamika, stop being so scared and do what you want to do. And I finally got it. And I hope y'all let me know in the comments and reviews what y'all think about this podcast. And let me know, you know, if I'm too loud, if I sound annoying (laughs) or what, you know, 
do your do your do your thing but on that album and I don't even know okay so I'm gonna say right now I don't know if I can mention what album it is or anything without like getting hit with like a bill so y'all just gonna have to google it and like figure it out I'm sorry but in the album he says for 1855 days I've been going through something and I was just like dang how long was that like when was that let me like do the googles so you know I google how long was one eight you know 1855 days and it pops up that it was I, I if I'm not mistaken it was five years so I'm thinking like five years ago what was I doing five years ago and five years ago was such a big deal that happened that I didn't take much time to think about what happened to me five years ago and I was just like damn but it wasn't that same kind of thing it was just like I felt it to where at that point me doing the work kind of all made sense it was to get to a point where I can get this out and not feel some kind of way about it anymore or what people thought about it or how people were feeling or any of that and I was just like he poured it all in there and didn't give a damn about what people thought for real for real so why can't I like get to that same point to put it all on the table and get it out and going to therapy and, and doing the steps have really helped me get to the point where I can take situations and understand I'm not going back down that road. And then I can also look back at my past and be like, okay, in this moment where I think this is the hardest thing I've gone through, girl, it's been worse. So we can get through this, reminding myself of that. And then also remembering you're not the only person having a a hard time either it's rough out here for everybody right now and we all just have to like try to do our best so I hope you guys are ready for this wild ride of open discussions and open dialogue and when I come back from commercial break we are going to talk about my family during all this. I'm really excited. So um, I hope you're ready. Go ahead and I'll be right back. Yeah. Welcome to your commercial. (laughs) Seriously. Um, I don't have commercials just yet because I need the help from people like you, my listeners. Uh, Everybody, this is the time where I'm going to tell you to like, share, comment, and let me know what you think about my show. And also, uh, give me a review. I love to hear what you think. And let's get back to the show. All right, everybody. So welcome back to the show. And I wanted to talk about my family, but not into like depth. I wanted to talk about actually the next episode. So the next episode of my podcast will be coming out next Thursday. And I'm going to have a special guest on the show. And it is going to be nobody other than my mom. That is right. I am bringing my mom on the show. 
I really can't believe I'm about to have both of us on the show at the same time, to be honest, because a lot of people say that we sound alike. And I am, this is going to be weird to edit if we really do sound alike or not. So that's going to be funny to hear. But also, my mom was there the whole eight and a half months of my hospital stay. Um, Like, I think she only went home twice, but she didn't go home for like an overnight stay. Like, she went home and came back. Like, she was only home for like a few hours and then came back. Um, And I'll have her explain why uh, she did that. But my mom literally slept in a chair next to me for eight and a half months at the hospital. Um, And a lot of you who are listening will recall this story, too, because um, I hope this reach this show reaches uh, the medical professionals that took care of me in a hospital. I still have really big connections with them and they are another part of my family as well. So she's going to explain how she felt on the mom's side of the crazy decisions I was making um, because, whoa, (laughs) it was a ride, y'all. The crazy decisions I was making during that time and how she was 743 miles away from me when we found out that something was wrong and how it was kind of like impossible to get to me (laughs) so and get hands on me too. So I want to bring my mom on the show Um, because she played an instrumental part in all of that. Um, And I want to get her perspective. It's been a lot of stuff that we've never talked about, actually. Uh, I literally just, like, got better and, like, we went about life. (laughs) That was it. We went about life. We didn't, like, stop and and think about this and talk about this. I really do believe her and I should have went to therapy together um, or at least separately Um, I do believe my mom also should have had somebody to talk to during that whole eight and a half months. I don't think it should have been so much about the patient, but also um, about the family, too, because my mom was there the whole time, like the whole time. Um, And I'm blessed to have a mom that was like, no, we walked in here together. So we walking out together and we that's exactly what we did. So I excited to have my mom on the show um so we can get how she felt about everything so that's going to be really cool so I'm going to try to I don't really want to time these things out but I want to make sure they're not super long um so I appreciate if everybody will give me feedback on how you feel about it especially after the next episode because this will be the first of many guests I will have so that is another thing I'm super excited about I have um, a list of people that I am going to ask to be on the show that will will talk about what we were going through during certain topics and this is going to be topics of everything the hospital the grief um, all of it and we're just going to make it not sad because, I, like I said before, I don't want this show to be about that. Um, we're just going to be sharing crazy stories, uh, talking about how even though through humor, we can talk about mental health and how we felt at the time versus how we feel now. And then um, just really have a good conversation because the last 10 years have been eye-opening to me in mental health awareness and how important it is for us to to talk about it 
to be open with it and then to also try to um, at least create a platform where people know it's okay to to go after their mental health if they want to and not feel ashamed or feel held back by anybody like to to just have the courage to go do it because they want to do it I know that was a hindrance for me in the beginning so I just want to get this out because I've been working on it in therapy and really encouraging those around me to start focusing on their mental health as well so I can't wait to take you on this journey with me and I hope you guys love the next episode and I will see you later.